Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. Ever come away from Thanksgiving or another holiday riddled with guilt by what or how much you ate? If that's the case, it can really diminish the joy and the experience of the holiday. And that's no good. I want you to be able to enjoy the holiday to its fullest potential. And part of that is by not feeling guilty over the foods you may or may not eat during this celebratory season. So why do we have guilt in the first place? And how do we go about getting rid of it? That is what we're talking about today. But first, real quick, I've been busy creating an intensive jumpstart VIP day experience for women who really want to go all in, get the tools they need to transform their relationship with food, receive tailored nutrition counseling, and end up with an individualized plan. It's basically ordering the works and having it delivered especially for you. I recently had my first VIP client, and here are a couple things she said. She loved the grounding sessions and the strategy plan for her family. The meal plan that she'll be able to keep reusing is really amazing to her as well. And we incorporated in that meal plan kind of all the pieces that were important to her, whether it was feeding her family, feeding herself, while also kind of meeting her health goals. So here's how the VIP day works. Once you sign up, I'll send you a survey so I can tailor your VIP day to your needs and preferences. We schedule a five-hour block to go really deep, but don't worry, we've got some breaks in there so that it's not too intense. I also provide you with the resources to keep you going on your path to success. Two weeks later, we follow up with a short call to hash out additional challenges that you might be experiencing. So yesterday, I just had my follow-up with my VIP client, and she said that she has really completely changed her eating habits for her family, and she's being very, very consistent. And it's not as hard as she thought. And that was kind of the big block that she was having, is that she thought it was going to take so much time and be so difficult. But she is keeping it simple, but simple and healthy. She's also been doing some of the work to break down her remaining unwanted eating habits. Yesterday, I provided her with some additional guidance on that. And then this is also another really cool thing she said, because... She has felt more organized with food. She's also been able to be more productive in general and in other areas of her life. And we also discussed another specific area of interest of hers, which is nutrition to balance her hormones. And I also gave her a bonus mindful eating meditation. All in all, a fun, positive experience. I love doing it. And she got a lot out of it too. If you want more information about the VIP day experience, you can sign up for a free 30-minute discovery call, or if you're ready to go ahead and schedule your VIP day, both of those links are going to be in the show notes. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. 
I found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about the diet cycle before, but let's just go ahead and review because it's always good to review, but in case you have not heard of this, basically the diet cycle is a pretty predictable series of steps and sequence that really starts with kind of you committing to a diet and quote unquote, being good with your eating. As that goes on, after a few days, typically we get bored of eating those foods And we really start to crave some of our favorite, most preferred foods. This eventually results in giving in or eating that food that we've told ourselves wasn't allowed on our diet or wasn't allowed in this particular style of eating that you're following. So that is the next step. We consider it bad that we are eating that food. And then afterwards, we have these terrible feelings of guilt because we couldn't maintain the diet that we had set out to follow. And so to understand how to stop feeling guilty, we really need to know why you feel guilty in the first place. So what is guilt? It's a feeling that we have when we believe that we've done something wrong. So that could be We feel guilty if we steal or we hurt someone, if we're rude, if we're lying or cheating. All of these are, you know, really appropriate times to feel guilt. We weren't born knowing that these are wrong things. We weren't born knowing that we should feel guilty if we do them. So the guilt is really taught over time because kids are kind of born with a clean slate They only know right from wrong when their teacher or their parent or another role model punishes them for doing something wrong. And the punishment could be in a lot of different forms, whether it's scolding or a timeout or a variety of things. And then we also learn good behavior that we get rewards like praise or a reward or something like that. So how does this carry over to food? Well, we have learned food guilt over the years. We have the same beliefs taught in regard to our eating habits. So diet culture is a loud, nasty thing, and it tells us that food is either good or bad. It's very polarizing. This message is carried down to kids. If they had adults or teachers or other role models that engaged in dieting or unhealthy eating practices, or they have an unhealthy relationship with food or their bodies, kids hear these conversations and then they internalize the messages. And sometimes the message is even taught really directly. Let's say a parent restricts 
sweets in the house and tells their kid that it's bad for you and they shouldn't be eating it. The child learns that eating sweets is wrong and then they create kind of this reaction to feel bad about it if they do have it and there's where the guilt comes in. Or maybe you were surrounded by people when you were a teenager that were always dieting And so you learned that there are good foods and bad foods. And if you ate the bad food, obviously there would be guilt associated with that. So the point is, is that guilt is taught and food guilt is also taught and learned. So when you feel food guilt, it means that you believe that you're doing something wrong and you're breaking a food rule that you have. And during the holidays, there are lots of treats and big celebratory meals that don't typically fit within those food rules that we have established. So it makes eating around the holidays a mind trap of opportunities to feel guilt. So how do we go about breaking that cycle? How do you stop feeling food guilt so that you can fully enjoy your holidays? So the first step is really to identify and validate those feelings of guilt. So first, you've always got to acknowledge what's going on. It's really impossible. It's almost impossible not to have heightened awareness toward foods that in our society because it's so normalized. So we really just have to unlearn the messages of diet culture. So taking a really proactive approach and doing some serious reflection is really, really beneficial. So first consider your patterns. When do you feel guilt around food? Do you feel guilty because you ate something that is less nourishing? Or do you feel guilty after you eat a large meal? What is it? When are these feelings of guilt coming in? And that's really the first step is to acknowledge when those feelings are occurring. And these types of questions are important to answer to get to the bottom of your guilt related to eating. So once you've kind of acknowledged and identified when it's occurring, then you can begin to break the rules, break those food rules. So eating the foods that you have identified as bad can be really scary. And that's especially if we feel that we don't trust ourselves with our food. I have a client who didn't feel she could trust herself around chicken and waffles. When she then gave herself permission to eat it, she ate it until she felt satisfied and then realized that it wasn't as good as she once thought. So interestingly, she hasn't wanted chicken and waffles since then, but She doesn't have the food rule that's telling her that it's bad and that she shouldn't eat it. So it's almost once she had kind of experienced it and I don't want to say conquered, but conquered is kind of the right phrase here. um, She realized since it wasn't that taboo, it wasn't as desirable for her because she was instead of just very frantically, very quickly eating it down she was just realized that she didn't enjoy the taste very much. So breaking the food rule and seeing that it's not the end of the world and that you can enjoy the food in a healthy fashion is a great step toward ridding that guilt altogether. 
I also suggest mindful eating. Mindful eating involves learning how to listen to and honor our body's cues about fullness and satisfaction. If you want more details about how to go about doing this, then listen back, go back to episode 47 that came out on June 2nd, and I give you some steps to take in order to practice mindful eating. With this exercise, I would kind of write out a list of foods that you feel are bad or unhealthy, and then reflect why you feel that is unhealthy, and then go through the steps that I lay out for mindful eating. And practicing mindful eating results in more appreciation for the food, increased satisfaction, and feelings of fullness. All right, the next step is really to take this as a curious process and not be judgmental. So we want to be compassionate to ourselves so that we have the space for the self-reflection and understanding of what's going on. So those feelings of shame and guilt are really rooted in you know, societal standards of what a healthy diet should look like. And unlearning these messages takes time. So love yourself as you are going through this process so that you don't perpetuate additional feelings of guilt or shame. All right, the next step, I really suggest this to all of my clients, unfollow or get rid of those social media accounts that can be triggering. Just don't follow them if they're not making you feel good or, you know, making you feel triggered, unfollow them. Just get rid of them altogether if they are a huge trigger for you. And finally, if you're still feeling like you need guidance through this, then talk to someone who's experienced in this area. So obviously, I'm one option, but there are plenty of wonderful anti-diet dietitians out there and also health coaches that really take this positive approach in a good fashion and have experience with walking people through this process. All of this is to say that I am positive you have the ability to go through this holiday season without guilt so that you can fully enjoy the wonderful, healthy, happy, and guilt-free holiday season that you deserve. Until next time, take care. If you like this episode, please rate and leave a review. This is how we get the word out to others so they can be part of the anti-diet revolution. I read every review I receive and use that to push out more episodes that are helping you. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you next week.